Hey, happy Friday, everybody. Brother Scott with Thy Word is True Ministries, and this is Faithful Friday. I'm so thankful that God is faithful, man. We got a great program today. We're looking to a new study in the Word of God as we get back to our podcast here. We're so excited that you're joining us here today. Stick with us. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. And again, welcome to Faithful Friday here at Thy Word is True Ministry. This is Brother Scott. I'm so glad y'all joined us here today. I want to apologize here for a moment. I'm trying to, it's been a couple weeks since we have been live on Facebook with our podcast. Uh, a lot of things, our schedule has changed. And so I'm trying to, uh, wait a minute. There we go. And welcome to Faithful Friday. I'm sorry, I had it muted again. And uh, and I'm trying to get back to the flow of things here. And uh, it's a little difficult when, you, when you're when you out of practice or out of cycle for a couple weeks and doing something like we do with our ministry here uh, and schedules th- seem to change. You kind of throw yourself out of whack of what you're supposed to be doing. And so, uh, again, apologize for any technical difficulties we may have today. But, again, I am very thankful and praising God that you're joining us here today live for Faithful Fridays. We also want to welcome those that are listening on our podcast. Uh, join us here on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from. Thank you again for your support. Subscription, and we're looking forward to getting back into the flow of things here on Faithful Friday. I'm still trying to see if this is posting to my Facebook page. Uh, I know it's posting to our ministry page, which we're very excited about that. Amen. But I'm trying to see if this thing is posting to uh, my personal page. And that is where I, I want to get uh, the questions and everything people may have uh, on our Facebook page for our, our, live, pod, our live podcast here. On Facebook, and it looks like it's still not there. So, hopefully, you all will go to my ministry page, and you'll see it there. Uh, and if not, we'll share this video later afterwards uh, on our my personal Facebook page uh, as we get into that. Amen. Man, it is good to be back. I appreciate those that have been praying for our ministry. I uh, appreciate those that may have been patient with us <laughs> since we've not been on here for a while. We've not had Monday meds now for three weeks. We've not done Monday meds. and um, But good news about that. For Monday Meds, we have decided, I prayed, and I believe this is going to be a good move for our ministry for Monday Meds. We're going to move Monday Meds. Instead of 9.30 in the morning, we're going to do that live podcast recording at 5 p.m., and that's going to start on Monday, November the 1st. Monday, November 1st, Monday Meds is back uh, as we need to take our medication uh, for every, for, again, the right prescription for every Christian is the meditation on God's Word. That is the right medicine and medication for the Christian on a daily basis. Of course, we only have a weekly podcast to do that with, but uh, we trust that you will join us. He's thinking, join us and be with us. Sorry, are my headphones here. Uh, I don't know if you can see my headphones. These things are, these things are in bad shape, man. <laughs> I am praying that God would give us uh, some extra finances here. At our ministry to be able to get some new headphones uh, and some other things too, Amen. So praying God will 
allow that to happen. Amen. Uh, so I hope your week has been a good week. Uh, won't you comment? Let me know some things that took place this week. Maybe you were a witness for Jesus Christ this week. Uh, I'd love to hear about that. I'd love to hear any testimonies where people's had an opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so uh, post in the comments, let me know. Shoot me an instant message on Facebook. Love to hear from anyone who is listening to us here in Facebook world. And if you listen to us by our podcast, I can still hear from you guys as well, too. If you want to shoot me an email, uh, my email address is lions.roar04 at yahoo.com. That's L-I-O-N-S period R-O-A-R-0-4 at yahoo.com. And uh, if you send me an email, I will read it, um, and uh, we will definitely put in the uh, uh, put in the subject section the subject line put in there. Uh, Thy word is true. Question uh, or faithful Friday question. So I know it's coming from uh, our viewers and our listeners uh, out here in Facebook and in our podcast world. Again, thank you so much. So let us know what your week has been, and if it's hope it's been a good week for you. Uh, looking forward to the weekend plans. I don't know what you got going on this weekend, uh, but this is the we have one more weekend after this weekend in October. Uh, we are coming down, winding down the month of October. We got one full week left, and um, I've been seeing a lot of signs for churches getting ready for their uh, their trunk retreats, and uh, pretty excited about that. And uh, we're, we're unfortunately we're not doing anything at our church this year. Uh, just a lot of things. We've had a lot of people that's been sick uh, in our church. Not that we don't have any outbreak or anything in our church. Praise God for that. But just you know, people has been sick and unfortunately be able to be with us. And so to do something like that takes some volunteers, uh, which you know it's just kind of hard to put together, especially this late in the in the in the year or this late in the month. Uh, but however, we are having on this Sunday. We're so excited about this. We're having a chili festival fellowship uh, after the morning service this Lord's Day on Sunday, and we're excited about this. I mean, uh, we normally do a chili contest uh, each year at our church, and uh, we give away prizes, and uh, we find out who's a, who has the hottest chili, the best tasting chili, and the most creative chili overall. And we really get a lot of different creations. And so, uh, but this year we're just doing a festival of chili. Uh, we have like maybe 11 or 12 pots of chili that's going to be brought in. Mm, I'm looking forward to that uh, here at the Lord's house on this Sunday. And that'll all take place after the morning service. And so if you're looking for a good church home and you're in the Louisville, Kentucky area, uh, I invite you to come and be my guest here at our church at Victory Baptist Church, 7808 Beulah Church Road. We're a half a mile north approximately from the Gene Snyder Freeway. You can't miss us. Big church on the left, huge front lawn. Love for you to come and be a part of our services this Lord's Day. Uh, Sunday school is at 10 a.m., and then we have morning worship service at 11. And then right after the morning service is when we're going to be tasting that wonderful chili as we come together for fellowship. Amen. Also, we're going to be uh, uh, recognizing our pastor. Sadly enough, the past couple weeks, our pastor and his wife and family has been sick, uh, really dealing with an issue, probably more like the flu uh, than it is anything else. Uh, they don't believe it's COVID, and I think their doctors don't believe it's COVID either. And we're praising God for that, but they've been ill, been sick, been unable to be with us in the church at all. And this month, if many of y'all might not know, this is Pastor Appreciation Month. And we love and we appreciate our pastor here at Victory Baptist Church a lot. He has done so much for us. God has used him in a great way, and he's a great under-shepherd here for the Lord at Victory. And so 
This Sunday, we're going to recognize our pastor as well. Uh, no, though he's not going to be here, we're going to do some things that will help them be involved with that. Well, it is about them. You know, we're honoring them in the Lord. Amen. It's not about them. It's about the Lord, what he's done in their life. But we're going to honor them uh, here in our church. And so we're looking forward to that. Please pray for our pastor, if you would, please, that God will heal him and his wife. Love to have him back here in the church soon. Uh, and so we're doing all that this weekend. So I'm very excited about our weekend plans, and uh, and it all involves the Lord. Amen. So what are your weekend plans? Well, again, shoot me a comment, instant message on Facebook, or shoot me an email. Uh, let me know what your weekend plans and how God is included in those plans, because it's important that we include the Lord. Amen. Hey, I'm excited about today. Also, today I just found out, found this out a little bit ago. Man, I'm excited about this. I'm a, I'm a gun enthusiast. Uh, not as much as I'd like to be because it is an export or an expensive hobby, uh, collecting guns, purchasing guns, things like that. But I am a gun enthusiast. And um, just finding out today, today is the national. This is, yeah, today is National Trigger Day. Uh, here in the nation, amen. Boy, I like that National Trigger Day, man. Get out to the ranges, uh, get out there and, and and get your shoot on, as I as I would say. Um, I'm a, a member of Shield Republic. I love their shirts and things that they uh, send out that supports our nation. Everything's American made, 100. And so I got a I got a text message from them this morning. Let me know that today is the National Day, the National Trigger Day, uh, for all you gun enthusiasts out there. So really, really looking forward. Not looking forward, but really excited about today, knowing that it is National Trigger Day. And I hope I might be able to get out to the range today. I doubt that's going to be the case, um, but we're going to try. We'll see, we'll see what may happen here uh, later on today. Amen. So, again, that's things that are going on. Uh, our weekend plans. Look forward to hearing about your weekend plans as well, too. And uh, I hope that this thing is posted now on my Facebook page. And if it's not, I apologize. Uh, we will send this out on our Facebook page. We'll share it after the live event here on our ministry chat. I really like to get everybody to watch live and interact with us live on Facebook on our ministry page. And that's Thy Word is True Ministry on Facebook instead of my Facebook I've got that up right now, so I'm looking at any live chats or comments that come across. Uh, I said that the, the LeVay family were on here with us. Le, the, the, Le, the LeVay family is a family here from our church, and uh, they've been sick and, 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 have, and have the virus. They've had COVID, and uh, they've been quarantined, and they've been in the house for a couple of weeks. They're, I'm sure they're excited to get back out of the house before long. Amen. So, Brother Allen, Miss Nicole, we're praying for you and the kiddos still. And looking forward to having you all back in church here pretty soon. Let me give you the Psalm of the Week. Psalm of the Week here on Faithful Friday. We're going to pull it out to Psalm 37, verse number 4. We encourage people to memorize Scripture because for us to battle the devil in this world as Christians, we've got to memorize Scripture because you don't always, everywhere you go, you're not always going to have a Bible with you. Amen. So we've got to memorize Scripture. Uh, so in Psalm 37, verse 4, the Bible says, Delight thyself also in the Lord. And he will give thee the desires of thine heart. Amen. Uh, we're to delight ourselves in God. And that's in everything. Everything of, of the essence of the Lord. His His will, his work, his way, his service. Amen. Into the Savior. Everything. We're to, we're to delight ourselves in those things. And then he'll give us the desires of our heart. Because if we delight in those things of God, our desires will be his desires. And he'll give us those desires. Amen. It kind of kind of couples with the New Testament uh, verse in Matthew chapter six, verse thirty-three: "Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you." So that is your Psalm of the week, Psalm thirty-seven, four. Trust you'll commit that to memory, and let the Lord use you. 
uh, this week, this weekend, and maybe have an opportunity to share that with somebody. Amen. I'm excited here to be back on Faithful Fridays. We are starting a brand new series here on Faithful Fridays called Moments with the Master. Uh, all through the Gospels, there are moments where they just kind of stand out, and these are moments where they're with Jesus. Amen. And I'm excited to go through these the, these lessons or these these messages and these sermons and series here. Uh, I'm thankful for for other men of God that the uh, Lord puts in our path. And this series comes from us comes to us from Pastor Alan Carr. Uh, he's a pastor. God, I didn't write it down. I know he's he's down in the the Bible Belt area, and uh, he he uh, he puts his he puts his sermon notes out there on a website, and for for anyone to get some inspiration or to use in their services and their sermons. And I'm so thankful God uses people like that to encourage preachers like me and other pastors and preachers around around our world, our nation. Uh, and so these this series comes from his notes and his uh, his studies that we're looking at, and we're going to be studying these with him as well. And kind of add a few things that God speaks to us about as well as we go through this study. So I'm very excited about that. And I'm, I'm going to shoot uh, Brother Alan Carr an email. I believe I got his email address and let him know that we're going through this series and see if there's anything uh, he may want to add to that as well, too. Amen. Uh, great preacher of the gospel. And I appreciate his work in the Lord as well. So take your Bibles and join me on this journey today as we look into the moments with the masters. Let me let me just share this with you as a, as a series introduction here. He writes, as one reads the gospel, it quickly becomes apparent that two earthly ministries Two earthly ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ was a people-centered ministry. In other words, there are two versions to that declare in detail our Lord's mission statement. I like this. In Luke chapter 19, verse 19, I'm sorry, Luke chapter 19, verse 10, where the Bible says, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. And then it is coupled with Mark chapter 10, verse 45, for it says, For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. And so I believe that those two verses, and I'm agreeing with this, is like the Lord's mission statement. Now, obviously, Jesus came into this world with the cross of Calvary in his heart and on his mind. That was his mission. His mission was to come and die for all of humanity, to to give us that avenue, that forgiveness of sin that can only be found in the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? He was literally, listen, folks, he was literally born to die. I mean, how would you like to have that as, as your mission when, you're, when, you, when you come into this world? Hey, you're just, being, you're just born to die. And in reality, if we want to really kind of put this, t- this uh, to a technical term, we're, we all are born to die. I mean, the Bible says, you know, we're going to die someday. Amen? Uh, but this is not what we're talking about with Jesus. He was born literally die as a mission in his life. In John chapter 18, listen to the word of God says. It says, Pilate therefore said unto him, Jesus, art thou a king? Now this is where Jesus was being tried in Pilate's hall, right before the crucifixion. And Jesus answered, thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born. And for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth Heareth my voice, and so this this passage here that we that we have in Mark ten forty five where he says, "For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many." It does tell us about Jesus coming to give his life, but it also tells us that he came to this earth to minister. 
He came to preach the kingdom of God. So this word minister literally means to serve. It comes from the same word that gives us the English word deacon or servant. Amen. And that word servant is also translated. We talked about this uh, Wednesday night. It's also translated as a slave. Jesus came into this world to die for men. And he also came to serve men. I mean, some people say, well, that's a big contradiction. No, it's not. It's coupled beautifully in the, the, the Holy Spirit of God. It's coupled beautifully in the mission that Jesus was sent to earth to do. So this attitude of service is seen time and time again in the personal encounters Jesus had while he walked in this world. These are the moments with the master that we're going to be talking about for the next several Fridays. We're going to be talking about how his service, how his personal encounters changed the lives of individuals and how they stood out as so important that they were included in the Gospels. Amen. I would like to take a closer look at a few of these personal encounters of Jesus as we go through this as this series. They're recorded in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And so today I want to begin this series with a series entitled with the series entitled Moments with the Master, but I want to begin with the very first moment of the Master called a transforming moment. Now, we're only going to get through the very first part of this one today, so we're going to probably divide this up in three parts here so that we can have the time together and to look at scriptures to get through that. Amen? Take your Bibles with me, and let's turn to the book of Mark, chapter number one. Mark, chapter number one, is where we're going to kick off our, our series here, excuse me, on Moments with the Master. Now, Mark's writings were a lot different than that of Matthew, Luke, and John, as Matthew, Luke, and John have a lot of comparisons of the Gospels as they write them. But Mark's writings, though they have the same and similar comparisons, are a little different in how he begins his writing. Amen? Uh, just looking at verse number one, it says, the beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. He goes directly into what Jesus came to do. Amen? Uh, and, and so what we're going to look at is going through all this. It, it starts in the ministry of John the Baptist, and then it sections out to the temptation of Jesus. So we immediately go from the moment Jesus was baptized right into his ministry. That's where Mark picks up his writings. Amen. And then we see the first Galilean ministry in verses 14 and 15. Uh, and we go on the call of Peter and Andrew. Jesus cast out the demons in Capernaum. Um, Simon's wife's mother's healed. Demons cast out and many were healed. At th verses 35 through, through 39, Jesus prays a preaching tour in Galilee. And then we come to verse number 40, where I want to pick up here in Mark. Mark chapter 1, verse number 40. And this is where the leper is healed. And then we're looking at this as the title, A Transforming Moment. Man, I, I like this. Listen with us as we read the Word of God. In verse 40 of Mark chapter 1, the Bible says, And there came a leper to him, beseeching him, and kneeling down to him, and saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand, and touched him, and said unto him, I will be thou clean. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him, and he was cleansed. And he straightly charged him, and forthwith sent him away, and saith unto him, See thou say nothing to any man, but go thy way, and show thyself to the priests, and offer for the cleansing and offer for thy cleansing those things which Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. But he went out, I like this, and he began to publish it or preach what Jesus did. 
much of it. And it says there, and to blaze abroad, I like that, the matter, insomuch that Jesus could no more openly in, enter into the city, but was without in desert places, and they came to him from every quarter. And so in this moment, in these, in, these, in these verses, in the moments with the master, we see a leper who comes to Jesus, and he has a transforming moment in his life. This passage finds the Lord in the midst of, of tiring and trying of preaching the campaign here in Capernaum, and he comes to this leper. This leper actually comes to him. He, he, this leopard hears of Jesus, and you know lepers in the time in this time period were considered outcasts, and they were they were isolated, they were quarantined. Hello, and uh, so they were set apart from the rest of the crowd. But when he heard about Jesus, man, he had to do what he could to get to Jesus. Amen. In the midst of his preaching and teaching ministry in Capernaum, he Jesus is interrupted by a single person, and it's this leopard we're talking about. And in this personal encounter, we're going to focus on this, a transforming moment with the master. First off, in verse 40, I want you to see his disease. Now, this might be a little, you know, I don't know if you have a stomach to hear a lot of this stuff, but you need to understand exactly what leprosy is to understand about the wonderful transforming moment in this man's life and why he set ablaze and preached ablaze that of Jesus Christ in his life. We're told that this man who approached the Lord Jesus was a leper. And of all the diseases and afflictions that devastated the ancient world, none was more feared or more fearsome than leprosy. Here's the brief description of this horrific disease. It usually starts with the person beginning to feel a little tired. And for no reason necessary, he would have just, he would have he would just have a feeling of fatigue, and then the joints, his bone joints, would begin to get sore. And then the man one day would notice little white spots appearing all over his skin, and just, just little white spots is all they were. But then those white spots began to harden into nodules, and they would turn from white to pink to brown, and then they would become very scaly. And then those nodules began to spread all over the body. They would affect the face first. The very conf uh, configuration and the appearance of the face would change, and there would be wrinkles and nodules covering the face until they until they tell us that a man covered with leprosy like that would begin to resemble like what a lion would look like. Then he pudges out his face and everything else. And then those nodules would begin to uh, ulcerate, and they would fill with pus, and they would begin to run all over the body, and there would be a, a foul odor that would be discharged from the man. And it was so terrible, the stench was so terrible, nobody would want to come around him or be near him. And there was a taste in the mouth of the man that came when the leprosy got a hold of him. And the nodules would cover his vocal cords and his breathing, there would be a wheezing sound. And when he talked, there would be a raspiness in his voice. So you see, this disease of leprosy just began to totally consume a man until a man's body became little more than a pool of slime. I know that's nasty, but this happens all over his body. And he would have these nodules. His eyebrows would begin to fall off. Man. His hair would turn white, and inch by inch, this man's body would begin to rot. As he walked, he would leave wet spots where you know the, that pus would pour out from his feet where he, he walked, and the extended members of his body would begin to fall off. I'm, I'm talking about fingers would literally just fall off. Toes would literally just fall off. And another thing about leprosy is that it attacked the nervous system in such a way that a man would lose all sensation of pain. I mean, this guy would not even know when he was ever in pain. I mean, a man got into, this grip, got into this grips of leprosy, he might accidentally put his hand in a fire. And he would not feel the pain, but he would burn himself tragically. 
and he'd, maybe he'd step on a thorn and maybe out of the pain somewhere he'd feel no pain whatsoever, but the thorn would run through his finger, the thorn would run through his feet, and it could be, you know, it could cause him to have an infection and make it worse. So what a man became was a walking death. And it lasted for about an average of nine years. A man would finally then, at that point, just collapse into a pile of corruption. I mean, it was a terrible, terrible, physical, debilitating disease. And if that weren't enough, terrible social isolation that went hand in hand with this disease also must be considered here. When it was determined that a man had leprosy, they would banish him from the village. He was no longer allowed to have communion with any of, excuse me, any other person. He had to leave his family. He had to leave his friends. It was unlawful for a leper to approach within 50 feet of a clean person. And if a windy day, and if it was a windy day, the rule changed from 50 feet to 200 feet. He could not touch his family. He could not see them from a distance. And many families brought food and clothing for a while, but after a time, most families just had a funeral service and regarded the afflicted person as a dead man at that point. He had to tear his garments so people would recognize that he was a leper. He was to dress as a mourner going to a funeral service, his own funeral service. Over his upper lip, he had to wear a cloth so that he wouldn't spread the containment. And every time he saw people coming, the leper were required from a distance to cry out, unclean, unclean, unclean. And it would warn people that a leper was on the premises and they would pick up stones and they would begin to throw the rocks at him so, he would get, uh, so that he would get nowhere around them. So here's the condition of this man. Here's the picture of this man the Bible says was filled with leprosy. Can I make a contrast, uh, 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 a contrast view of this for a moment? What about today? In this pandemic that we're in, uh, this whole thing about COVID-19, you see these same type of things happening today. It's not leprosy, but you know, talk about the cloth over his lip. There's the masks right there. Talk about the 50 feet or 200 feet. There's the social distancing right there. And then if you do get COVID-19, if you do wind up with the virus, the, the health department requires you to quarantine yourself away from people, away from family, so that you don't get nobody else, cont- no, you get nobody else sick. Sounds like the modern-day leprosy to me. Now, that's just my contrast looking at this. That's just my comparing to that, I should say. Maybe not contrast, but comparing. But this is a horrible image that some would say, you know, preacher, no one listening has leprosy. Why do we need to hear this? Because we might not have the leprosy that the Bible talks about, but it's still in our world today in so many forms. But here's how I would answer it. I answer it this way. In the Bible, leprosy is far more than just a disease. Leprosy was a type of sin. Now, while no one listening to me right now may be a leper, everyone still has this problem of sin. And all of the diseases mentioned in the Bible, none picture sin more clearly than does this disease called leprosy. In Leviticus 13, we're given the regulations for diagnosing and dealing with leprosy. And I want to point out those similarities. But right now, we've kind of run out of time today. And I just want to kind of get this out there and let you know exactly what we're talking about here. And so starting next week, we're going to be in the book of Leviticus, chapter 13, which gives us the law containing to leprosy. And we're going to see how bad this is, but we're also going to relate to how leprosy today, (laughs) how it affects us, because it is the form of sin. And that is one thing that we are all in common of having a disease of, and that's sin. Amen? So next week, we're going to look at the similarities between leprosy and sin as we look into this, this study of moments with the Master, and we're looking into this topic of a transforming moment in the life of this man who was a leper. Amen.
I hope they'll join us next week. I hope you encourage somebody, maybe join you as well. Uh, and, and I trust that we'll take the word of God and be faithful to him, for God is always faithful to us. And an amen goes right there. God bless you, folks. I love you. Thank you again for tuning in. And again, shoot us a comment, instant message, or send us an email what your weekend plans are and if God is involved. God bless. We'll see you next week. May the Lord bless you. How Jesus died to save a world that's lost. Up on Calvary, he cried, I know the truth. He rose again. This man, he was all God. And our God, he was all